Welcome back to another DeFi Discussions episode. We have a special episode today. We have the council. It's uh, they are a, a BRC twenty. Uh, they uh, they're a group of uh, a bunch of guys who came together to really uh, start something special. Um, we got a really good interview today with uh, we got Charlie and we have uh, Serge, right, Serge? Hey, what's up, guys? Sorry, I had a tech issue now, so right so worries, no worries. Right on time. <laughs> Thanks, Yagobi. Thanks, Shizzy, guys. I appreciate you. No problem. I, we appreciate you guys yeah. coming on. Really yes, do. thank you. Yeah, likewise, likewise. Good to meet you. <laughs> so we, we we were talking, Charlie. So um, uh, basically, we we're, we're gonna just jump into your your backgrounds a little bit, and like uh, you guys don't have to like go into anything you don't want to get into. But let's just start off with something like when when like when did you first find crypto? When did you first find um like Bitcoin and stuff and like your complete early early stages? You want to start with Charlie? Yeah, we'll start with Charlie. Okay. Right? Yeah. So first of all, thank you, Cheesy, and Yagubi uh, for the for the invitation. Yeah, super glad to be on the show and uh, talk about what we're doing and uh, all the vision and stuff. Uh, so my crypto journey started from I would say all the way from 2013, when I was kind of working on accelerator, you know, startup scene in Amsterdam. Uh, I think the first ever Bitcoin interaction I had was uh, the Amsterdam Bitcoin Meetup. So a bunch of Dutch guys who were kind of the Bitcoin maxi at that time, brought up the Bitcoin miners. At that time, I remember it was FPGA mining. That was not even ISIC mining, all that. So we're talking about the, the vision, the philosophy, the programmable money, uh, you know, all that, right? And then I, I never believed in that. It was, I, I always think, oh, it's just another e-money, another game coin, because I've been a gamer for many years, right? So, and then I saw the, you know, this, this miner stuff, right? You know, what is proof of work, all that. And then I deep dive into the Bitcoin stuff um fast forward um i get to know the crypto space more jump on was was a major project called polka dot in 2017. so i i haven't i have to say i'm not a bitcoin maxi well uh, i never actually mined bitcoin i'm not a big miner a lot of my crypto friends are big miners in china and you know asia uh, i was more like the you know programmable um smart country guy you know because of the ethereum stuff and obviously now moving back to UTXO, it's kind of a funny, good journey, right? So my journey mostly <laughs> highlight was uh, I was the early ecosystem builder investor for Polkadot for three years. I had an APEC for Polygon for one year. And I've been investing since 2019, uh, like across like 80 projects, advising over 20 projects. And uh, I've been going through a lot of like, the zero to one, one to 100, that kind of journey. Uh, I would say ecosystem building is something I'm good at. I'm pretty sensitive about what's going on, what's a new trend and uh, hopping around new things when there's an interesting opportunity we can tap into. So all of those, I was not the first ones. Definitely we have a fellow council members that definitely the day zero uh, earlier participants. I didn't get in early, but uh, now I feel like that's the time, especially after April, there's massive signals. That's why I personally jump on board, change my profile picture, you know, start diving <laughs> to that and start just going on that. I was mostly the Ethereum NFT guy with Bored Apes, Azuki, everything, right? Now everything about Ordinals about BRC twenty, yeah. Awesome, awesome. Uh, Serge, what about you um, in terms of your your journey into crypto? Um, when was that? What did that look like? And uh, could you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, I guess um, my journey with crypto. I'd say the better way to uh, you know pose that question is: Well, when was my first crisis with the current banking system? <laughs> and it was the year I graduated. I, I studied in Montreal back then. I graduated, and right then it was the uh, Lehman Brothers and 
all that crash that happened and we lost our jobs in the banking space. So that was my first exposure to Bitcoin. And I had moved to China back in 2010. So, so sorry, 2008, I was in China. So I moved back when China pumped $585 billion into the, into the world economy. And I'm like, China's the next best place to be. And then that's when I, my first exposure with cryptocurrencies came. China was very bullish back in the day. You know, obviously uh, doing various kinds of things in China, I, I decided to move full time into crypto in 2017, started a venture fund with a few partners. We invested in like early stage um, layer one blockchains, layer two scaling solutions. And over the last few years, we, we started getting like Charlie and I obviously worked on a few things together and we started focusing on the game five. And now what they are starting to call themselves as transmedia vector. Uh, so we started focusing on the NFT space, investing, incubating, um, obviously accelerating, providing strategic resources, just beyond, beyond not, not just funding, but, you know, marketing assets and whatnot. And yeah, that's where we are today. I got early onto Ordinals, a good friend of mine who's an influencer in the Bitcoin space, Sunny River, who's also a councilman. He was staying at my place in Dubai for a week. And then his partner, Shannon Miguel, also... <clears throat> And that's the girl actually who did the archery with her back with the with her feet, and she aimed oh, wow. at Joe, oh. and she and she aimed at Joe Rogan's head. Yeah, <laughs> and she went viral. Anyways, that's her husband. So they're both on the council. FYI, oops, am I doxing people? <laughs> I'm gonna get so much shit for this, but anyways. <laughs> Long story short, um, his his buddy is one of the is the founder of Bitcoin Punks. And he's like, Serge, have you heard of ordinals? And then we started dabbling into it. And back then there was there was no marketplace for it. So we're doing it OTC, Discord, deep ends of the Discord, you know. Wow. Uh, yeah, yeah. It was like super early stages, like sub 15K, I think sub 10K, sub 20K inscriptions. Um, and then another buddy of mine, Nick, uh, founder of Zoji Labs, calls me, like, calls me up. He's like, have you heard of ordinals? I'm like, yeah, yeah, well, we're dabbling with that as we speak. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, fast forward, here we are. We decided, you know, to come together. And uh, we're just a bunch of boys who believe, man. That's it. So, you know, you see all this bullshit. You see all this FUD. You got to phase that out. Yeah. Uh, we're just a bunch of boys trying to build something. We came together because we're believers, one. Two, because we're like battle-tested veterans. And three, because we have the right connections and the right people. And we're in the process of figuring things out. And we want to bring in what's best for the community. I just sent a text in the morning to the council group and I'm like, you know, we're working on building the best strategy moving forward. Like that adheres to the first principles that is just and equitable for everybody and, and the best benefits of the community pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can definitely uh, hear the experience and, and from both of you guys, um, which is awesome. Um, and it, it, it's probably been a, a stressful journey uh coming from the vc side just because of how up and down crypto has been you know with its existence and so you know from from that perspective you have that experience um charlie has the experience from the you know some, from the technical side working from with other you know large entities and then being a part of um you know polygon is obviously a huge branded name um so that's awesome that's awesome um and then also the the explanation that you gave about kind of getting in early with the the ordinal side of things only almost reminds me of like a little version of the cypherpunks right a little bit of people just like trading otc and all that stuff is really cool um 
Awesome. Awesome. So, you know, one of the things that we hear a lot is, you know, there's there's uh, 20 plus members on this council and, you know, you're hearing a little bit more about each of them. Is that how what is your approach with that? Do you guys kind of have people displaced across the globe? And, you know, because that can be hard with like time zones and stuff. What's your strategy with that? Yeah, so we, we, we uh, the, the way we're kind of uh, engineering the governance behind this is, you know, obviously you're going to have your first layer of the executive team. Having too many people on the council all at the same time trying to make a decision is probably one of the worst things you could do for any kind of project. Like each, each kitchen needs to have its own chef, so to speak. So we have a layer, which is like the top layer, which kind of makes the executive decisions. Obviously, we put things through democratic mechanisms and the processes, right? We've got everything laid out in the charter. And then you have your other layer, which is kind of like your... Uh, sorry, that's my dad in the background. No worries. <laughs> so you have your other layer, which is kind of like, these are your network partners. These are also council members. And they're not necessarily making the day-to-day -day decisions, but they're providing whatever help uh, possible through their networks or their resources. And that's kind of the idea of the council, right? It's a consortium. It's a decentralized, call it a Bitcoin DAOs. Dare I say, speak Bitcoin DAO, you know. Uh, we're not labeling things yet. We're keeping things very fluid. And we're keeping it, we're, we're, it's becoming what is kind of like a network hype, right? For all things ordinance. So the way we're onboarding new members is, you know, if you would like to be part of the council, you submit an application and uh, nobody can stop your application. It goes to a vote immediately. Now, whether some council members may have reservations on how fast we're growing or do we have enough you know, resources on the back end to support you onboarding members, that's a different issue. We got to put it through the vote. We put it through the democratic process and through there, you know, we integrate the new council member into whatever it is that we're building at this present moment. I got to be very careful in terms of what I say and what not to say. So I'm kind yeah. of like, yeah, understandable. Yeah, maybe maybe yeah. just to add up a bit, right? And I, obviously, I'm, I'm not. I was not the first one joined the council, um, being kind of hands-on helping, and uh, doing my part, um, especially on the partnership side. I got a, quite a lot of people start to reach out to me. Hey, Charlie, what is this your PFP doing? Right, that's the first. Mm -hmm. Uh, and out of curiosity, people ask me. I got a quite a large, extensive uh, crypto network right across different platforms. So at least like hundred people reach out to me, uh, sending me just message. Hey, what is this your PFP? You change your profile picture. You know, you yeah. even people kind of tease me. You betray the Bored Apes community. <laughs> you know, all that kind of stuff. So they're kind of teasing around it, right? And that that drives some uh, attention, uh, and eventually leads to some really high level people who wants to apply. Uh, to join our council. Um, so we're not getting everybody in just, you know, for the sake of getting in, right? As what Serge said, if you have too much chef in the kitchen, is like a nightmare. And also you want to make sure you, you handpick the right people that are, uh, you know, like-minded, you know, follow all the first principle or actually have real value on the table, you know, that kind of stuff, right? That's, that's, that's the important thing. I personally have been to multiple DAOs. A lot of ones, a lot of them are actually big names as well. Some of them became eventually like it comes a tragedy as well meaning like there's just too many people expressing their opinions but that nobody gets shit down nobody gets the actual work done right then eventually people become toxic whatever and leads nowhere so that's not that's definitely the last thing we want to do i think right now at least from my perspective yeah yeah 
Is, is, is one of the goals of the council to become like one of these DAOs that we, we were kind of known to see over like on Ethereum where the token holders get votes on like something like one of those, those voting platforms? Is that one of one of the goals of the council or you guys just kind of want to stick to um, let's just have like an organized top and then like organized levels kind of like a business? That's what we're kind of like in the process of discussing which direction we want to take. And that's why we've been kind of like silent on the community but we're still in the process of discussing which direction we want to take this. So like, guys, I'll be very honest with you. It takes a lot of discipline to say no to money. And yep. Yep. And that's like, you can see the pain on my face, but it's like, we're, <laughs> we're, we've been like, Charlie and I have been saying no to money. Yeah. Uh, we've been kind of like shunning on VCs and it's become to the point where like, okay, no, we, do we want to continue based on first principles and really build the next product, which is Toshipad based on first principles or, or do we want to bring, start bringing external, external actors to, yeah. to the, what, what, what route are we taking? Are we going to do 20, 2021 all over again? When does yeah. the blood stop, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and to follow up with that, you know, that definitely has to be hard because especially with coming into this new environment and not being able to build traditionally, like on a traditional EVM, right? Like for example, compressing images, high quality images to be able to keep that quality is, is expensive. And if you're doing large collections, it can become really expensive. So that can be stressful if you're, you don't have external funding and you're trying to, you know, obviously you guys have a large network within the team that you you've built. Um, but yeah, so can you talk a little bit about that and, and on what your approach has been to that? Yeah, so the idea is to like, as you, you know, you're building on the network effect, right? So the, the initial success we had was like zero VC money, zero marketing spent. And what we want to do is we, we, we want to use, we want to capitalize and monetize on that network effect to, to advance our strategic initiatives. Um, so, but, but at the same time, we also on the back end need to uh, uh, kind of start organizing our infrastructure, right? Like you yeah. need to, when, you, when you're launching a launch pad, the idea of a launch pad is to support, to incubate, to accelerate, to provide all the necessary resources to make any project founder's life easier. So in order for us to be able to bring that to a founder or bring that to a project, we need to be ready. We need to make sure that we've also um, had a successful test run. Now, the council was a, a, a very successful test run, but we want to deploy our own project first. And to Toshipad is that project where we're showing people like, hey, if we in incubated our own project properly and we're successfully, I'm sure we could do it for you too, right? So that comes with organization, that comes with operations, that, what, that comes with streamlining. All these amazing resources we have, we just need to, we're, we're not just to, we're working presently on streamlining those resources and figuring out which direction we're going to take. Gotcha. This question is for Charlie, uh, coming a little bit sure. from the technical side and integrate, or I guess the question is related to the community because, you know, I'm a part of the council community. You guys see me jump in to the telegrams and, and discord. Um, yeah, thanks a lot. Yeah, no problem. But uh, one thing that I've seen, which is, you know, it's a, you know, tell us all this time is that, you know, community members get impatient and they want to see, and they kind of start asking all these questions. And <clears throat> I've been in, in crypto for a while in DeFi, you know, I was there DeFi summer and it's, it's a little bit of a different perspective. If you're um, 
a little bit seasoned like myself and Shizzy to where we can understand to be patient because this because of the we understand the technology, right? And whenever you have developers kind of scrambling, trying to figure out how to integrate applications, it's even you need even more patience. So, Charlie, for you, like when people are asking, you know, when, when's ToshiPad coming or, you know, what, what's when are PFPs coming and, and all these things? How do you guys handle that? What's your approach to it? Is it like, you know what, we, we have to just kind of uh, put our head down and, and, and let our developers build? How, how do you ex uh, explain that to the community? Sure. Thanks for the question. Uh, first of all, I haven't been like a developer for many years. I self-learned Python, but I work with a lot of developers. I, I actually lived with some developers back in days when I was in Amsterdam. So I know how developers work and I cooperate with a lot of developer teams as a DevRail guy, as ecosystem builder, as an investor. Uh, developer needs to be hands-on building one way or the other, right? No matter what other people are pushing them, they need to be focused. They need to have their own vision. For any developer, I think who I think it's high level, who actually get a real the product being shipped properly, they need to be very focused. Like letting the community member just pushing them one way or the other is not going anywhere, right? Mm -hmm. A lot of them are just disruption because there's difference between how the non-technical people and technical function in terms of how they approach approach work, how they get things done, even how they process information. We are lucky and fortunate again a really senior. Uh, Taproot developer to willing to work and contribute with us with almost zero cost, right? So it's a very really big luxury. We have that kind of senior developer team one willing to do that because they have the shared vision with us. So, um, but even with that, it takes time, you know. And uh, if, if I de that deep dive into the technical side, you know, all of those are so new, right? A lot of uh, protocols is not really mature, right? We, we, we're exploring the new standard like BRC30, BRC721. You know, there's no Ethereum smart contract. There's no EVM compatibility, all that, right? What What are the things people think for granted in Ethereum? Isn't the same. Isn't even working in Bitcoin right now, right? Obviously, Bitcoin is more secure. It's more decentralized. The UTXO base is a different thing, right? So I think people need to have this contest. We're not the same thing as Ethereum, which you can easily mint a token, do a smart contract, you know, just do another NFT drop, airdrop, all that, right? Snapshot. Snapshot. People have been asking about well, when is a snapshot, right? It, there's no, it's, there's no snapshot within smart contract in, in Bitcoin. It's a different way of doing that, right? So um, I think a lot of people take a lot of things for granted when they move into ordinals. They have this past dependency because they have been experienced in, in the DeFi summer, you know, in, on the EVM compatible compatible things, right? I, I, I worked in Polygon, I worked in Polkadot. So a lot of things worked. A lot of things they they they've been used to. Are quite different in the Ordinals ecosystem, right? Um, obviously, um, this, that's kind of the li limitation. But the beauty of that is the Bitcoin culture. If you draw any interviews, like we're doing Twitter space every week as well. Yesterday, I was I was listening Ordinal shows, and uh, you know, with good friends. Like, I don't know. the the vibe, the culture is absolutely phenomenal, right? I don't really see that in Ethereum anymore, unfortunately. Uh, I'm not saying Ethereum is dying, right? It's just different, right? So it takes time. And we are just so early. You know, that's something we keep reminding ourselves and reminding the community. We are literally in the 2015 of Ethereum or 2014 even, right? If give me any example of adoption, there's no even ICO in 2015 Ethereum, right? Mm -hmm. Smart country was just a concept. Gavin Wood was coding that with his parity team in Berlin, right? With a bunch of people having beers, chatting about that. That's it, you know? And if you said, if we talk about patient, Ethereum 
took their time, you know, deliver some stuff, right? DeFi summer took them a couple of years to really have some yield farming, DAXs, all the things we think for granted because we can copy paste, you know, for how to fork the Uniswap V3 code and do another, you know, whatever stacks and stuff like that, right? It's now the same in Bitcoin because all the nodes is new. Nobody actually did the same thing like years ago. Bitcoin is not new, right? But we had, we're pushing the boundary of Bitcoin ecosystem with new, new functionality, right? So I think we're learning new things every day. When the new things come, technically I'm always being conservative because when the new things come, there's cutting corners, meaning there's some bugs, something just not working, something fucked up, right? You need to well test that, right? As we said, we have, we have battle tested people, but the tech itself is not battle tested yet, right? And the people have to put their actual hard asset, Bitcoin, into something, right? What if this fucked up, right? We, we, can, we can't afford that. Nobody can afford that. Nobody wants that. So we need to take time because if we just chase always be the first one and we fuck up, people move on to the next one very easily, right? So if we're not, if we're not the first, so be it. Let's be the best and the long-lasting one, right? I think that's the best way to, 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 to say that. Bitcoin is the first currency, but the beauty is not being the first currency. It's being there the, 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 the currency with the biggest consensus and it will last for last the longest. I'm pretty sure they're gonna last for you know if if people have to pick one cryptocurrency which can survive in the next 10 years, you have only one choice. Which one everybody will pick? Bitcoin. Bitcoin. Like, yeah. Simple as that, right? Next 10 years, not 10 months, right? So if you only have one choice, right? So it's really not about being fast, being patient, just keep going every day. I mean, we need to be very like fast, keep going every day, right? But uh, we also need to be careful. If we shoot something not good and fundamentally broken and let people lose their money and lose their trust, we're, we're doomed anyway. So when we're approaching something very new and uh, we're, we're doing a lot of social experiments as well, right? The new way of working, like we're calling this is a new way. This is a way and this is a new way. So it's not like a yeah. way of being battle tested a million times. So we, we can't really just say, oh, we just try and fuck around and that's so be it. At, at least not what I'm thinking. That that should be the right way. Yeah. So we, we it takes some time, you know. Yeah. That's yeah. Awesome. Um, my my question is for Serge. Um, first one, and I thank Charlie. That was actually really awesome. Um, so w- what does Endgame look like? Um, what w- what does success look like for the council? Like, w- w- and let's just say we're we're in 2025, like 2025, and everything is going right. Like, what what does that look like for the council? Uh, um. That's a great question, actually. Um, I don't exactly have the answer for that. We, okay. uh, we're, 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 uh, it's a green field. We're building as yeah. we go. Um, but yeah, I guess what, what success looks like are, uh, you know, more adoption to Bitcoin. And that's why we love ordinals. That's why we, we are in this ecosystem is because it's going to accelerate adoption. And by accelerating utility, you're accelerating accelerating adoption. So I don't know how you, we're going to put those ROIs together. How many more people are using Bitcoin because of yeah. ordinals? We, we don't know. That might, that might be a quantitative measure of success. Another quantitative measure of success would be uh, successful projects that have been onboarded via Toshipad, supported okay. by the Council Foundation. Um, all hype set aside, all, you know... Uh, God-worshipping figures that are emerging in the space and let's follow this and that. That's all great, but like what product are you building? What value are you, what economic output is being generated? You know, that's the most important thing. 
Otherwise, it's just another hype. It's not another pump. It's another dump. And don't forget, I mean, people are hungry, guys. Like, yes, you, there's a lot of toxicity at the moment because people have been broke for the last two years. As <laughs> They're fucking hungry and they see ordinals as, okay, maybe it's the next fucking cash grab. And then we're left again with carrying the uh, skeletons of the uh, of whatever happened. Yeah. So it's not going to happen again. Uh, we're going to do this our way, the right way. It's a new way, as Charlie said. So it's like, it reminds me of, uh, the, the I think it was an Austrian philosopher, Joseph Schumpeter, right? Uh, uh, creative destruction. And the way I'm looking at it also is like there are no Bitcoin purists and maxis who, you know, want to see Bitcoin as a store of value. It's not maxis versus ordinals. It's people more like, do you want to destroy Bitcoin first and then build on it or just keep use Bitcoin and keep build, building on it as it is now? So that's that's the, the two division right now. It's not maxi and ordinal. It's like, should I fuck Bitcoin up and then build on it like World War Two and then? Let's build a new Europe or shall I just build on whatever I have? So that's kind of the question. And it's a, it's a philosophical question also. Yeah, I, I love that answer. I love it. Hey, uh, a quick follow up, Serge. Um, one thing you mentioned was um, kind of the culture. It sounded like with ordinals uh, has this almost I don't want to say pure because there's nothing that's pure. Right. But it's like where there's this, uh, I guess, unified mission to to onboard more people to Bitcoin, but also to make the ordinal space, you know, a safe place um, in a sense. Um, and, and one thing I did notice was that, like, you know, the ordinal BRC20 space from a token perspective is is different. You know, you mentioned people are hungry and you see it on the EVM side. Like when something launches, it's almost like it pumps and then it dumps. People are just trying to take that money. Do you feel like the way that BRC20s are set up right now with the, the marketplace kind of limits that, you know, because like it's not a quick click, click, buy, sell? Yeah, 100 percent. And I think that that what you just said, Jacoby, on top of like the space is like. I, I can start to feel it, right? It's really degen, like rivet and let's go fucking nuts. And, <laughs> uh, Miami fueled nights, you know, without mentioning anything. Like, <laughs> how do you how do you invite regular people to 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 yeah. to to, to, uh, to a properly charged ecosystem, right? Like these are like emotionally driven. We're all like D NFT degens, hundred uh, X. Let's go. Like, how do you like? We want to bring in people that are like maybe fairly new to crypto, but not they don't want to get like I'm not in that vibe, but I want to get into crypto. And I'm like, so that's another aspect to it, right? Like mm -hmm. just kind of some perspective on things. How do we expand? Yeah, How I do think, we create options? I, yeah. I think from my perspective, uh, you know, the BRC20, the whole right now is, you know, you have to inscribe to make the token become transferable, right? All that. Obviously, these little city steps, we can improve, make them easier. We can, there's some protocol actually can skip that, right? Allow you to directly trading, almost feeling the same thing as uh, the original Uniswap DAXs. Um, but I think right now makes this interesting. There's no market making coming right now. Like I was just having conversation with some big market maker, DWF, Drum Crypto. These guys, they have big offices in Singapore, right? These guys, I, I was checking with them, literally out off the record, right? I was like, "How do you guys, how do how do you guys look at the ordinals, all that?" They're like, "They're interesting, but not yet." So, I mean, bringing the best, biggest liquidity provider for the front of the world is important, but 
to be honest, a lot of liquidity provider is is not ready for this yet, right? Or the other way around. It's a such an early stage new, small community. We're getting people to like it, and not just for the, for the sake of quick flip. And even if you want to have a quick flip, it almost feels like you're trading a little NFT on that, right? Yeah. So it, it's a yeah. bit different. Obviously, we have the blue chip ones like Audi already listed on a lot of the centralized exchanges. You can buy and sell, have fun as normal ways. But I, I think right now the culture is really about if you like it, if you get lucky enough and then you actually grind, get your whitelist, right? You get on the IDO, you mint it. So you're early, right? You, you, you burn your gas fee, you, you burn your work, you get some early ones. You most likely will get some good off and good return. But you don't want to sell after 2x, right? Because literally people made some generational crazy wealth on Audi, right? By being hardworking and being early, right? So I think it, it's kind of a sales fulfilling process for some people. It's, it's a small group of people. I would say only less than a thousand of them. It's not too many. But uh, these people are being the very big advocate and educator for the space. Like, yeah. I'm pretty sure guys who are always on the Twitter space every single night. They're the people actually promoting the space in a good way, not just yeah. being the quick flipper, right? And then, yeah, that's what yeah, I feel. I, about. I, I have one thing to add. I, I have one thing to add to that, Charlie, also. Like, I think whoever wins the infrastructure game wins the long term. Yeah, I mean, you could, like, deploy as many BRC20s as you want, and then people are just gonna like, okay, that's it. But if you're like Jacobi's mentioned, if you're building the proper Obviously, tech, I mean, look at the result. The biggest hype or highest return of Audi token is Audi itself, and Audi yeah. is the infrastructure, right? Yeah, yeah, it's all about infrastructure at the end so, of the day. So, so Charlie, how, how far do you think we are away from, uh, you know, making these tokens more liquid? You know, having a Uniswap style DEX that can trade BRC twenties. That's uh, it's kind of happening already. You know, it's not in the future. Like, I mean, we can argue Alex is kind of kind of one of them. Although they are they are semi semi centralized, I see some good launchpad in on NFT space coming. I'm try, not trying to promote others, but I'm I think they're doing good work. Like Luminex, I had a good chat with them. Potentially even have some partnership. You know, obviously we're doing our Toshi pad, right? Trying to work on that as well. And the these the the automatic market making on Uniswap we Uniswap V3. Um, isn't directly working on Bitcoin layer one. Let, yeah. Let's put it that. That's why we're talking about infrastructure. We need another row up, another Bitcoin layer two, all that, right? Even like bring ZK on Bitcoin. Uh, because if you just put things on top of Bitcoin layer one, a lot of things doesn't work. Yeah. Doesn't work. It's, you know, it's just in the, the, the whole, it's like design trade off. Bitcoin being the most decentralized, most secure network, it's not composable. There's no, it's slow. It's high gas fee, but also it's there's no functionality of a you know smart contract. You know, there's yeah. no runtime engine. You know all the things as I mentioned, we think for granted in Polkadot, in all the Arbitron, Optimism, Polygon, all that, right? We don't have that in Bitcoin, so we have to we have to build that. Otherwise, whatever we ask for, oh why don't why don't we have another Dex? Because the infrastructure is not there, right? Yeah. So it's it's a gap on that, right? So I think there's people. Very smart devs are working on that already. We're talking a few of them. Um, they are we're breaking the boundary, right? So if we if you have to ask me how far are we, we're months away. Months is away. Months but not away. like yeah. Yeah. like we're, we're talking about real engineering, not just concept, right? Because yeah. these guys have been designing a lot of things for years. 
but the problem is they need to take what are things they've been designing or working for years from Ethereum or other layer ones, and then find a way to fine tune, customize for Bitcoin. So that's the part they need. They need at least a couple of months to really prove it and then battle test it, right? And uh, they need to find ways to really prove themselves because I think at least what I'm saying, what I'm seeing in the Bitcoin community culture, people are a little bit more conservative. When the completely fundamental groundbreaking news is coming, the first reaction will be like, "Wait a minute, what are you doing? Right? Are you gonna disrupt our culture? You're gonna, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. whatever, right?" So people, when people are talking about, "Oh, let's let's integrate it with IPFS for distributed storage," right? A lot of people's first reaction was trying to shit talk. You're you're breaking the first principle. What are you doing, right? Why don't we just do that in Ethereum? So I think it's like it's not straightforward. It's not like okay, we just Build it for the sake of build it, right? And it's not working. Just copy paste whatever worked in Ethereum on Bitcoin. There's some re rework and customize customization needed. That's why we need a, a new two sets of infrastructure on Bitcoin. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, Serge, kind of what Charlie's talking about with like this infrastructure and in, in, in building and stuff like that. And uh, I know Charlie has to leave pretty soon, so we'll wrap it up here soon. But um, how do you see the council playing their part in, in helping the infrastructure build out for BRC20s in the ordinal space? Yeah, that's an amazing question. So we've kind of like um, in a pie chart, we've uh, uh, cut it up in a way where like you got 33% is bringing in the marketing uh, capacity another 33% is bringing in the financial uh, know-how and background. And you have another, you know, each one re- really fits a, a role in the council. So we got the tech side. We've, we've been like over the last two weeks, we've been, we've been building on the tech side of things. We just onboarded four amazing tap devs, by the way. These guys are... Uh, four? Wow. Yeah, did I just drop that? Yeah. <laughs> That, that's got to build some confidence in the community. <laughs> I'm fired. <laughs> I just got excited. Sorry. Self, self, <laughs> self explode. Self <laughs> yeah, those guys are awesome. Uh, they, they've been on board for the last, let's say, 10 to two weeks and um, worked on Terra Labs in the past. Uh, they've built out okay. a few stuff with them. Really smart guys with taproot knowledge and we're also working with a bunch of other guys with, with a massive launch path experience so yeah awesome. yeah we're, we're, we've beefed up on the tech side of things we got marketing covered we got you know vc if we need that covered and uh operations is covered so and- are you looking at vc kind of like you know if we need it that's kind of our, we have that resource there bro we're actually having this call tonight with the rest of the council and we're going to actually make a decision tonight on how that's going to look like. Yeah. My initial thoughts were like council stays at a foundation level. And then we got Toshi pad that, okay. Council on a more decentralized DAO level. And then you got Toshi pad via yeah. and, uh, some kind of legal entity. You know, Toshi pad would be the one where we fundraise with, but now we're kind of, okay. It's thinking to ourselves, let's really, 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 really adhere to first principles and let's not diverge from that. Yeah. It could be just because we have, because that, that's the purpose of the council, right? Like try to do it with no money raised. Everybody yeah. brings in his set of resources. So we got the tech, yeah. we, got, we got the marketing, we got everybody in play right now. And that's the idea. It's just how do you bring these guys together and pull it out of the oven? Yeah. 
Yeah. My, my next question is for, for both of you. So um, obviously you guys aren't, you guys don't have no income from this right now, right? Like it's, it's just, yeah. it's just, just no income. So like um, for the people Crazy. who say like you guys have different jobs and stuff, like how many hours a week would you guys say you guys put into the council? Like what, 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 what does your, your week look like focused on the, the council aspect of it? I'll start with Charlie. Let me, let me take this one. I have to go soon actually. Yeah. yeah. So thank you very much for the, for the great interview. Had a great time here. Um, my day looks like this. I wake up in the morning, hundreds of messages on Telegram, <laughs> WeChat, my Twitter. I need to go through. I have this hobby of zero inbox policy. So until I kind of kind of tease myself, until I like pass out, I have to sleep because it's, I'm too tired. <laughs> I know every time I wake up in the morning, I have hundreds of that. So I go through that. That, that takes me at least like, wow, two hours, right? And then I get on to more proactive meetings and the, the, the meetings I take I scheduled. And I think since I jump on the Audino's uh, ecosystem, I've been taking way less in-person meetings. So because I know a lot of people already, a lot of them I've been they travel around, right? So yeah. I know the people in, in my Telegram, WhatsApp, Twitter, Twitter, all that. So it's mostly taking partnership calls and a, a few other outreaching to see how they're doing. And uh, that, that's kind of most of the time I'm doing anyways. Even with my outside of the council work, it's kind of similar. Um, but uh, it just now the substance we're talking about is a bit different. Right? We, talk, we used to talk about the VC stuff, the, you know, the ZK, the Ethereum stuff. Now we talk about Ordinals. We talk about you know, new infrastructure stuff, how we can... You know, design the you know even how to say accelerate this DeFi summer right on Audinos. So it's a it's just a bit difference on the substance. The rest of that are simple, right? I'm not a designer. I'm not a coder. I don't I don't code a daily basis. Um, I think what exciting upcoming months will be September. There's going to be quite a lot of offline events. We try to maybe even do some retreats. You know, there might be like Audinos Singapore going on. I live in Singapore. I know quite a lot of people here. Everybody's coming to Singapore for the conferences, all that. Um, so th that's kind of the more like midterm, longer term per se kind of stuff I need to work on. Um, the, otherwise, the, the rest of that every every day stays the same. Right? I try to be focused because yeah. uh, I have to say I made a lot of mistakes in the beginning of this year. I missed the ordinal trend because I was on flight every day. Way too much events. A lot of them have to be unfortunately useless because you mm -hmm. end up with 10 people. A lot of shitty events talk no substance and no innovation. And uh, I waste a lot of time on that. So that was my hard lesson. And um, I'm not doing that anymore. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Well, we appreciate, okay, having, yeah, we appreciate having you. Thank you very much. Later, thank Charlie. You. Bye, See brother. Charlie. Thank you. All right. So same question. Yeah. Uh, so as Charlie said, we've, we've, you know, over the years, we've amassed uh, traveling events, speaking, paneling, Dubai, this, that we've, we've amassed uh, friendships and networks and resources. And I think, uh, at least for me, it's taking a good 70% of my time. Um, I'm what I, what I try to do is trying to bring everybody together and yeah. kind of rally everybody together, move, move together to, to a common goal, to common agenda, but back to you, Shizzy, bro. Uh, yeah, it's it's hard to build without the proper motivation, and yeah. intrinsically, everybody's motivated through money. Like, how altruistic can we dig 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 deep yeah. into people, right? Like, we've reached a point where I at least I've reached a point where like, fuck, do I, do I need to take this VC money now? Like, shit. Bro. Yeah. 
Yeah, and and I don't think anyone would blame you. Like we we obviously we we we, we do this we do all this for free. We put in hours and hours of this. You know, for, for the end game is yeah, you know obviously it. type of you income. So like we yeah. we completely get it. And for you guys to do that, man, that shows strength. That shows with like dedication. Like that's that's something that that I I truly appreciate believe in. I, lo I love what you're saying about the first principles as well. Yeah. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. And you know, it's gonna come with the haters. It's gonna come with the heat. Fucking bring it, man. I don't care. <laughs> Oh, I love that. I love that. I love that. Let's go. Let's go. Amen, guys. Yeah. Well, we appreciate Go ahead, Shizzy. No, I was going to say, so where can people go find you guys? Like, if I was somebody who, obviously, I know, um, you know, like, Ordi and stuff like that, like that, like, find the council token. Like, where can people find you guys? Where can people reach out to say, hey, I want to be a part of this? Twitter DMs, Telegram DMs, just shoot us a message on the council. Always happy to. We're, we're working with various people and we're expanding the web. So, you know, obviously always looking out for good leaders in the space. You don't have to be like, I have 180 million followers on Twitter so that we work with you. I like working with the underdog too. I like working with the little guy. It's, you know, a lot of stuff, good stuff happens, you know, nurturing people from the ground up too, right? Yeah. I mean, associating yourself with big names is great. And then, but what about the, the guys on the bottom, right? Yeah. I'm sure That's there's awesome. talent, <laughs> talent there. All it needs is a little spark, a little help. We were all at the bottom eating sand at one point. So what, why Love not? That. What was generously given to you? So, and if we do our part, if it doesn't work, then so be it. Awesome. But it's going to work. Yeah. That's awesome. I love so that. So, do, do you have anything, anything like any like final words to say to people who are um just just at, in general, just like like if you needed to reach out to say something to the, the entire community, uh, what, what would you say? Yeah, I mean, uh, the community, a, a lot of love, man. Like, I there's a yeah. bunch of stand up guys there that I really you know uh, grew to admire and respect, and people I haven't put names to. Like, I, I just put a face to Jacobi's name. But really, stand-up guys who uh, you know showed some support and lent a hand, and it was nice. And uh, all I can say is, uh, we we got to do our part. It's like that, that, like like that fat guy who walk, walks into a gym, and you know, we you need to welcome that person and make sure that he knows how to train and stuff. It's the same thing with just getting uh, normies into or into Bitcoin and ordinals. We got to take it easy on people, not like overwhelm them with like, oh. So yeah, just do your part to help other people get get on board and get educated mostly. Love it, man. Love it. Awesome. awesome. Any last questions, Yago? Uh no, no. Uh I, I just wanna uh say thanks to Serge and obviously Charlie, you, Charlie yeah. for taking the time out to to do this interview with us. I think the community will really appreciate it and uh we're excited for what you guys have planned and, and we know you guys are gonna do great things. Appreciate it, guys, so much. No, thank you for taking the time to set this up, and we'll stay in touch, Jacoby. You guys have any ideas where you want to shoot by us? Let's let's do it. Awesome, sounds great. Much thank love. You. Take care, guys. All right, you too. So, bye. bye, bye, man. Uh, so what you think, man? Um, that was that was an awesome interview, man. Um, it really was. You know, we got to see uh, hear about some of the technical sides of uh you know what what charlie brings to the table and then a lot of almost kind of like a a, a business planning side of what surge brings to the table right um i think the community is going to feel a lot more comfortable after hearing and seeing the faces of I these agree. two guys 
I think that was so good for them. Obviously, you know, we 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 do it for us and our channel, but for for the, the, the show, like the faces, like that that was the biggest thing about a lot of the BRC twenties is like there's no faces, there's no there's no big personalities, and and now I feel like we like these guys just just came out and really said like this is us. Yeah, for sure, and you can tell that they're both seasoned and experienced, you know, and and like what you and I talk about. Um, you know, being experienced in the space means that you've probably tripped and tripped and fell at some point. Right. But you, you got back up and you learn from that. Yeah. And, um, I don't know, you know, what their past experiences are with that, but I'm sure they have some of that. And that's good actually for your next opportunity. Right. Because mm -hmm. like for, for you and I, like we took advantage of those lessons that we learned early on. And, yeah, and so, um, but full disclosure, uh, disclosure, I, I, uh, have i'm a holder of of, of counsel and it, yeah i i hate that i, I keep saying that because it's like we're doing interviews on stuff that are like my bags but it's not you know it's just it happens to be you know something I'm, interested. Hold, but it's, yeah. I'm very interested in it right so yeah um you know I've, i i feel like the 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 two people we just spoke to which are very prominent obviously in the council with council members right they they both kind of exude their like experience you can you can hear yeah. it you can you can feel it right so uh i think i think that project definitely ha has great leadership from what we heard yeah and, and for this it's not really like like those guys didn't didn't say anything about the token at all you know what i mean it's not about the token to those guys at all like i didn't hear the, the cncl at all the the token these guys are focused on building and like i i again i i am a holder of cncl as well and um uh, this was not a paid promotion these guys not did not all. pay us this is just like like you know do your own we wanted research. to bring it obviously do your own research and again these guys didn't talk about the token at all so if if you want to wait and i i would strongly do money research and just wait and just kind of see what they build maybe, maybe don't maybe don't invest in this right now or just do do, do your own thing again that's financial advice too don't invest do invest i don't care what you do but like really really dig into it and it sounds like they're going to start doing a lot more interviews and stuff so really look out for these guys for sure for sure all right, we'll end it here. Uh, I really appreciate everyone listening, everyone watching. Um, our, our, we, we just got through 105 subs. Yes, I <laughs> ate so much cake last night. Like I was woke up this morning with like a full belly of cake. <laughs> we went from 98 to 105 so quickly. I appreciate everyone who who subbed um, recently in the beginning, everything. So that's that's amazing. Um, so yeah. Any, well, I just want to say thanks to to you, Shizzy, for waking up at a uh, the the bright er, early hours of six a.m. and and, and I still got a full full head of work to be uh, <laughs> dedication. Love it. You too, man. I appreciate you. I mean, you're doing the same thing. I'm sure you have a nice eight hour day ahead of yourself as well. So <laughs> for sure. All right, we'll end it here. All right, and thank you guys. Yep. Peace.